Amateur Radio Newsline Report number 2319, with the release date of Friday, April 8, 2022, to follow in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The following is a QST. Two hams face criminal charges in the U.S. and France. The FCC clarifies its new license fees. And get ready for World Amateur Radio Day. All this and more as Amateur Radio Newsline Report number 2319 comes your way right now. From around the world, this is Newsline, Amateur Radio's first independent on-the-air news and bulletin service. Now reporting from Charleston, West Virginia, here's Jim Dameron, NATMW. We begin this week with two stories about amateur radio operators charged with using their licenses for criminal purposes. The first story comes to us from Jeremy Boot, G4NJH, and concerns a radio amateur in France. A French radio amateur was found guilty of making threats, insults and homophobic remarks on the air, has been sentenced to a year in prison, suspended for two years and put on probation, according to various reports in the French media. He was also ordered off the air and to pay a fine of €5,000 and further pay compensation to two plaintiffs. The ham, who is 65 years old, was identified only as Gérard in the news reports. His call sign, which he had apparently used on the air to identify himself, was not provided. The Court of Versailles sentenced him on Monday the 28th of March. The complaints against him included both death threats and a false report of someone's death. He had been arrested a number of times, going back to late 2020, when his radio equipment was seized, but according to news reports, he then went on to purchase yet more radios. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. Meanwhile, in the United States, a ham charged earlier this year with using the airwaves for criminal activity is back in the news with new charges filed against him. Cell MB KB3TZD has the details. Richard Wagner, the Erie, Pennsylvania radio amateur charged with making bomb threats and bogus weather reports over the air late last year and earlier this year, faces new charges of again using the airwaves for criminal purposes. According to a report in the Erie Times News, detectives in Erie County filed charges on Tuesday, March 29th, saying the radio amateur used emergency frequencies in late March to make threats against witnesses, victims, and a judge who had presided over his earlier criminal cases. Richard Wagner's call sign is listed as N3BWG on QRZ.com. Meanwhile, all but two of the 37 criminal charges in those earlier cases had been dropped on March 3rd, and the bond money holding him in prison was substantially reduced. In the latest development, detectives claim that Wagner made the new threatening transmissions over frequencies used by the County Emergency Management Office and the Pennsylvania Emergency Management Agency. He was arrested and placed in Erie County Prison on $175,000 bond and now faces charges of bomb threats and retaliation against a prosecutor or judicial official. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Sel Embi, KB3-DZD. In the U.S., the Federal Communications Commission has clarified its new application fee, which takes effect this month. Stephen Kenford, N8WB, has the details. 
If you're looking to upgrade your U.S. amateur radio license, the FCC's new $35 application fee will not apply to you. The commission recently clarified the circumstances under which the new fees will be applied when they take effect on April 19th. The FCC said that upgrading amateur radio license classes or changing club station trustees are exempt from the fee. The fee does not apply to any changes of email address or postal mailing address either. The fee will be applied, however, for new licenses, renewals, rule waivers, or new vanity call signs. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Stephen Kinford, N8WB. Connections between amateur radio operators in different parts of India proved especially useful for one group of hams looking to reunite a lost man with his family. John Williams, VK4JJW, tells us how it happened. Amateur radio operators have reunited a man from Kolkata, India, with his family after the man went missing last year while taking his parents on a trip to Kanyakumari, a coastal town on the southern end of India. Hams from the West Bengal Radio Club, who have a long track record of success in solving missing persons cases, were contacted recently by the man's father, a retired customs officer in his 70s. An account in the Millennium Post newspaper tells how Ambrish Nagbiswas, VU2JFB, club secretary, worked with amateurs in Chennai to track down the missing man. The ham circulated a photograph of him that was provided by his parents, who'd been searching for their son on their own without luck. According to the newspaper story, on Friday, April 1st, the man was seen on the street in Kanyakumari begging for money. A photograph was taken of him and shown to his parents. Only his father recognised him due to the son's changed appearance. The father reported that his son had been prone to depression the past several years. Once his identity was confirmed, the man was taken into safe custody at a local police station to await his parents' arrival. Ambrish Nagbiswas told the newspaper that amateur radio operator Devdutta Mukherjee, VU3JXA, was going to accompany the father when he went to retrieve his son. Kanyakumari is more than 2,000 kilometres from Kolkata. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm John Williams, VK4JJW. Hams around the world will be marking Monday, April 19th as World Amateur Radio Day, a day of global friendship. This is the date which the International Amateur Radio Union was created in Paris in 1925. Its first president was Hiram Percy Maxim, who was co-founder of the American Radio Relay League. Hams will be extended the spirit of friendship by doing what they do best, getting on the air. One such event will be the net being held on the Echolink Conference node 531091, starting at 1300 UTC April 19th and ending at 0500 UTC April 20th. Other events can be found by searching social media platforms with the hashtag World Amateur Radio Day. Hams in the U.S. are attending an important virtual workshop on hurricane preparedness, and its various sessions will be available on YouTube afterward. Randy Sly, W4XJ, has those details. As hurricane season moves in along the east coast of the United States, amateur radio operators will be able to train for hurricane preparedness during a free workshop being held virtually on Monday, April 11th. The workshop is taking place during the National Hurricane Conference, with various sessions being held from 10.30 a.m. to noon and from 1.30 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. 
Topics include the importance of surface reporting by ham radio operators, an overview of the Hurricane WatchNet, a look at the VOIP Hurricane Net, and best practices in Skywarn. There will also be a presentation on the Salvation Army Team Emergency Response Radio Network, known by the acronym SATURN. The workshop will be held on Zoom. Those who are unable to attend or missed the workshop altogether can view everything later on YouTube. The workshop may be virtual, but hurricane season is not. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Randy Sly, W4XJ. Time for you to identify your station. We are the Amateur Radio Newsline, heard on bulletin stations around the world, including the East Coast Reflector on Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, where more than 240 repeaters and simplex nodes rebroadcast our newscast. This is an exciting year for amateurs who are active in the Summits on the Air award scheme. We hear what's going on from Ed Durant, DD5LP. Just as hams in the Summits on the Air award scheme rise through the tier of awards to increase their standing, so too the award scheme scaled new heights. For the past month, SOTA has been marking its 20th anniversary in England and Wales, the birthplaces of the programme, which now has more than 24,000 participants on all major continents. During April, SOTA management team member Tom Reed, M1EYP, will be operating special event station GB20 SOTA from the summit of The Cloud, which is designated as g sp Zero one five in the SOTA Awards scheme. Additional special event calls will be on the air throughout this year as hams in Northern Ireland, Scotland and the United States mark the occasion. The celebration kicked off last month with summit activations by GW Association Manager Roger Dallimore, MW0IDX, under the GB2OTA call sign in Wales. Free commemorative certificates will be available. From Amateur Radio Newsline, Ahmed Durant, DD5LP. Impatient over ongoing delays, applicants for Brazil's amateur radio license are applying even more pressure on officials. Jeremy Boot, G4NJH, brings us that update. In Brazil, the long wait has become even longer as applicants waiting for their radio amateur license report that at least six months have passed in some cases and they're growing impatient. Brazil's National Amateur Radio Society has asked Anatel, the nation's regulator, to act promptly and resolve the delays for the waiting candidates. The group is asking the regulator to modernise its computer system and standardise processes across all of the Brazilian states. The amateur organisation known as Liga de Amateurs Brasileiros de Radiomissão, Labre, believes the system incompatibility has resulted in long waiting times that have discouraged candidates from seeking licences. The Brazilian amateur's latest plea comes in the form of a petition following unsuccessful attempts at progress during meetings held in person as well as remotely between Labre and Anatel. The petition can be seen at the website that appears in the text version of this week's newscast, it's in Portuguese with a Google translation to English available. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. 
In the world of DX, be listening for Antonio, Tony, C-U-8-A-S, who will be active as CQ-84-A-S from Flores Island between April 13th and 19th. He's using the prefix CQ-84 to celebrate his 84th birthday. Be listening on 160 through 10 meters, where he will be using mainly CW with some SSB, QSL via HB9CRV or LOTW. Listen for Pat N2IEN, Ray W2RE, Lee WW2DX, Rock WW1X, and Lori KB2HZI, who will be operating from Tortola, British Virgin Islands, using the call sign VP2V slash N2IEN from April 10th through the 16th. Be listening on various bands and modes. Three radio operators, VK3HJ, VK3QB, and VK6CQ, will be on the air from Norfolk Island using the call sign VK9NT from April 14th through the 25th. Listen for them on 160 through 10 meters, where they will be using CW, SSB, and FT8. QSL via M0OXO. Look for Max DK1MAX to be on the air between April 7th and 20th from Burkina Faso as XT2MAX. He'll be operating holiday style using CW and the digital modes. Send QSLs via EA5GL. For our final story this week, we recognize the fact that for some CW enthusiasts, the joy of a successful QSO can be music to one's ears. Jim Meachin, ZL2BHF, explains. If you hear Chris Rio sending CQ, CQ, DE, ZL4RA in his latest YouTube video, don't ask him what key he is using. You're better off asking, what key? Could it possibly be C major we're hearing from him? No matter. Chris is using his fingers instead of his fist because he's not in his shack. He's demonstrating CW on his electric guitar. In the video, we hear a response from Adam K6ARK, a California amateur who shares Chris's enthusiasm for another ham radio pursuit, Summits on the Air. Chris and Adam exchange signal reports, with Adam using a more conventional and non-musical instrument of CW. Then, just like that, it's all over. Fine business. Chris shared his musical experiment, as well as the video, with friends on the Soto Reflector and apparently found a symphony of support. In fact, Brian, G8ADD, confessed he had also tried the same thing once with his clarinet. And Ron, VK3AFW, suggested having a go with bagpipes. Whether the next instrument is wind or percussion, one thing is certain. It's sure to be a concerted effort. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jim Meachin, ZL2BHF. With thanks to the ARRL, CQ Magazine, Daryl Stout, WX4QZ, David BR, K7DB, DXWorld.net, the Erie Times News, Facebook, the FCC, Labra, Lloyd Colston, KC5FM, QRZ.com, 
the Millennium Post, the Radio Society of Great Britain, the Sota Reflector, Southgate Amateur Radio News, shortwaveradio.de, the Times of India, YouTube, and you, our listeners, that's all from the Amateur Radio Newsline. You can write to us at newsline at arnewsline.org. We remind our listeners that Amateur Radio Newsline is an all-volunteer, non-profit organization that incurs expenses for its continued operation. If you wish to support us, please visit our website at arnewsline.org. And know that we appreciate you all. For now, with Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT, at the News Desk in New York, and our news team worldwide, I'm Jim Dameron, NATMW in Charleston, West Virginia, saying 73. And as always, we thank you for listening. Amateur Radio Newsline is copyright 2022, all rights reserved.